When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A little later today, I'll be boarding a flight to Bradenton, Florida. And I'll do so with a clear head, or at least as clear as one's head can get when covering this particular franchise. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins, which I hope you'll also check out. Officially, the Pirates get going with spring training, meaning their first workout, tomorrow. And that'll happen at Lee Com Park, the former McKechnie Field, as opposed to Pirate City. So some things are going to be a little bit different in this truncated spring. That's part of it. The fact that they're starting Grapefruit League exhibitions on Friday is part of it. And the most significant component, of course, is that they just won't be going as long since the season opener is April 7 in St. Louis, less than a month away. But I'm here to attest, not completely promise, but attest that I'm not even waiting till tomorrow to make a pledge that I'm going to stick to baseball. Why? Because I've always found a way to stick to baseball. Because you also have found a way to stick to baseball, to have pressed play on a podcast called Daily Shot of Pirates. You're totally busted. You can't even argue the point. You're here. You're here. There's nothing you can say in your defense. Once this team gets going, once this season gets going, it's not going to be about payroll. It's not going to be about the owner. It's not going to be about salary cap or labor or anything to that effect. It's going to be about baseball. Is it right to turn the page like that? Probably not to be honest with you. And there are going to be things that come up along the way that are just directly related to all that stuff. How can it not be? If this team takes to the Bush Stadium field with a payroll lower than $50 million, you'd better believe that when I'm sitting in the Bush Stadium press box, I'm going to make an issue of it. 
And when you see the inevitable Carlos Correa or Freddie Freeman signings with the Dodgers or the Yankees, or by the way, the Yankees or the Dodgers, yeah, there's an issue to be made there. Same goes, actually especially goes, if the Cubs end up spending a mint because they're right there in the NL Central. But what happens to me, and speaking only for myself in this regard, is I'll get to Bradenton and I'll be surrounded by baseball. And these players, even the most veteran among them, Heaven knows the Pirates don't have a lot of those left. Don't waste eight seconds of their time getting into labor and ownership and payroll. They just don't. It's not a thing. I have people ask all the time, do the players talk about nutting? No. No, it just doesn't come up. And I'm not even talking about on the record, off the record. It's just not a thing. They are consumed with baseball. And what happens to anyone, well, again, just speaking for myself, what happens to me in that environment is the same thing. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun. It's a great meal and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Fast forward to Bush Stadium. Go right ahead. Try to picture the Pirates against the Cardinals that day. Whatever the pitching matchup is and everything else. When you're watching that, when you're watching that, it's going to be about what happens from inning to inning. It's going to be about the choice of the starting pitcher. It's going to be about Derek Shelton's terrible lineup. It's going to be about a mistake that somebody makes in the field or on the base paths. And yeah, somewhere in the side of your mind, there'll be You know, if only they would have went and spent this and that, they wouldn't have had Anthony Alford in right field. It'll be that kind of thing. But it'll still be about baseball. And my feeling, I've been in touch with a lot of fans of this franchise for a lot of years, is that most of you, if not all of you, will be the same way. The people who tend to focus or even outright fixate on payroll, payroll, payroll tend to be people, when you ask them to name the Pirates center fielder, they'll say, like, Andrew McCutcheon or Andy Van Slyke. They're not really paying attention. They might someday. They could be latent fans. We saw a lot of those rise up from 2013 to 2015, but they're certainly not going to be the types to center on the actual baseball. I believe that the baseball that we witness, those of us who do pay attention, 
in 2022 will be more fun and more entertaining than what we've seen either of the past two years. Now, that's not much of a statement, is it? That's setting the bar very low. But I believe almost, almost out of necessity from the management perspective that it has to be better. That they can't go three years in a row of utter catastrophe. I know we still have people in this city who are wounded, possibly forever, by the old Cam Bonifay five-year plan. People still cite it all the time as if it's still in effect. The truth is, Cam Bonifay's five-year plan was blown up in year one by, of all things, the Pirates being pretty good and contending until the final weekend for the division championship against the Astros. It was a lousy division, et cetera, et cetera. But they were in it. That ended up screwing everything up. There is, of course, no such thing as a five-year plan. However, there is a reasonable window in which any management, including the management of a total rebuild, a total overhaul, like the one that Ben Charrington's overseeing, can be expected to, you know, do something in Pittsburgh. To me, that's year three. Year three has to be a bounce. And it can't be, to borrow the stock market term, the dead cat bounce. It's got to be a real bounce. There's got to be a feeling around this team that things are on the way up. And it can't be talk. It can't be supposition. It can't be looking to Altoona or Indianapolis. It's got to be something that you see and feel in Pittsburgh. I have reasons to expect that'll be the case, even as I am overloaded with reasons to expect that it won't result in anything close to contending or even being competitive in the Central. But did you see what I just did there? Talk baseball. Pretty neat, huh? I'm going to do that again tomorrow on location. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. Time for J1Q. And today's comes from John Eustace, who asks, Good morning, Dan. With free agency... Heating up, is there any chance at all the PBC adds to its roster for this season, or will they stand pat and cheap? Uh, Both actually are the case, John. (laughs) Going in reverse, they will stand pat and cheap when it comes to the base of their roster. I don't think you're going to see this payroll crack $50 I think it's going to be an all-time embarrassment. At the same time, there are elements of the roster that require outside additions, and you're not going to do that just through waiver claims and the like. I do believe you'll see the Pirates 
pursue a free agent starting pitcher. I do not believe it's going to be someone of consequence. I think it's going to be more along the lines of the Tyler Anderson type that they brought in last year. And by the way, he was a nice find in addition to being cost effective and then producing an actual trade result by the deadline. I think that's the kind you're going to see. Someone who's uh, essentially a guarantee against the younger guys either flopping or getting hurt or or doing different things with how the rotation is structured. If there's guys who can't get you enough innings, maybe you start doing some of that spring training type piggybacking that we're seeing from the Rays and other teams and just, you know, going about it a little differently. I have no doubt that the Pirates have to go to the outside to add relief pitching. Um, I like the back end. I don't see how anybody couldn't. With David Bednar, Chris Stratton back there, Sam Howard as a lefty. But you're going to need more than that. I've been on record as saying I wouldn't mind seeing Richard Rodriguez brought back. But it's going to take more than him. As for the diamond, that's where it gets a little trickier. Because you also don't want to add people that are going to bump or even necessarily significantly challenge youngsters. The youngsters just flat out have to play. This isn't a matter of trying to create an atmosphere of competition at the top level. So what are you really looking at? You're looking at first base. You're looking at right field. You're probably looking at another catcher. At least I hope they're looking at another catcher because for whatever Roberto Perez can get you behind the plate, he most certainly cannot get you at the plate. And first base, I guess you have to say 1B slash DH when you say it because if the Pirates' plan for Yoshi Tetsugo is to have him play some first base, you're going to need someone else uh, in that mix. Either one. But preferably, ideally, an actual first baseman, someone who can field the position. That also seems like a free agent get. So if I say back to you, John, well, yeah, they're going to be active in free agency, and I just leave it there, like that's the punctuation, I'm basically lying to you. I think they will be active. I think they are going to sign X number of free agents. But I also think you could see them hang on a little bit and go deeper into spring training to do that. To wait and see in particular, and a lot of GMs will do this, even the ones that have a ton of money, who ends up getting cut near the end. So this roster, I believe, won't be fully formed until a day or two before St. Louis. So, yeah. They're going to add some free agents, and they're still going to be cheap. There's your answer. I appreciate the question, John. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do it again tomorrow from the scene of actual baseball.